It just spilled my water everywhere. Great news. The Drop with Frank and Brian is officially brought to you by Switch Suspension. Switch Suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components. Lift kits, lowering kits, air ride suspension, wheels, tires, steering, and brake upgrades. They use all the best products from the best brands. And these guys are truck guys. You roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles. So they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles. So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website, switchsuspension.com. We are starting off 2023 right with a brand new giveaway. Now, what are we giving away? Well, we're giving away an AccuWare E-Level Plus kit. And in that kit, you get the E-Plus Connect, the E-Plus Ride Height Sensors, and the E-Plus Touchpad. And all you got to do to swoop up this awesome kit is either go to livelifecustom.com or grinder-tv.com. And for every $5 spent, you get one entry into the drawing. Big thank you to AccuWare for getting with us on this giveaway. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome to back to the show. Last week we had a question and answer episode and we're continuing this one because we're shooting these in the same day. <laughs> yes. we, we just finished and now we're picking it back up. But thanks for checking out last week's episode and welcome to this week's episode. The Drop. This is episode, Brian. episode 37. Is it? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, I need to go change that because I, I called it episode 35. So the last when? one was 36. You, you called the last one episode 36? No, but like when I, uh, like, you know, um, oh, changed the name of the file. E- when you exported it? Yeah. So I got to fix that, but it's no big deal. But okay. So episode 37, here we are. It gets so, con- like, uh, on the filing system. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I know. I have a, one separate hard drive dedicated to our, the drop. Mm-hmm. And that that has all of our giveaways on it. And it has every episode. So in, in each episode, like episode one, it has the file the final um, thing uh-huh. and, and the two pieces of the thumbnails. That's all I keep. Yeah. Like, I was going to ask you cause I don't keep any of the, the raw footage. I only keep the raw footage up until the next f- issue or ex- the issue, the next episode drops. That's exactly how I do it. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was your point with all that? So, I'm all eagerly awaiting while you yeah, go on. Yeah, um, so talk- what I was going to say, you should change. Yeah, because the filing system gets all weird because sometimes I it'll go weeks before I kind of clean things out. Oh. So I'll be like episode 32, 33, 34. And I'm like, oh, I got it. No, what I, I thought you were going to say is like the way that I, I send you the file. I try to make it as, as simple as possible. But like since I have so many different files, like I try yeah. to clean it up at least by like the audio, like this is episode 35, underscore one, underscore two. So, yeah, yeah, that all, that's all mm. works really well. So, we're, so that's good. Uh, we started last week's episode that we were going to answer a bunch of questions. And then we mm-hmm. just, we, we halfway through it, we were like, oh, we didn't have, haven't answered anyone's questions yet. We did. We answered a couple questions. We did. But we start the whole thing was mostly about other stuff. And oh. then we did. So, this one's going to be pure questions. This, you told me a couple episodes ago, it's all about the conversation. I like the conversation. And that's what we were doing. All of I know. These, these questions are more, the questions are more like a springboard into the next Hold topic. On. When is this issue? When is, I keep saying issue. Yeah, that's weird. You never said that before. I never have. Yeah. Uh, this will, okay, so. This will uh, be the 16th. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because the 9th is this, this, this coming Monday, and then the mm-hmm. 16th is the following Monday. Yep. So the 16th, well, happy January 16th, everybody. I hope everybody's having an awesome first couple weeks of the year. It's Martin Luther King Day. 
Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. That's cool. So everybody has a day off. So thanks, thanks yeah. for spending your day off with us on the drop. Unless you're driving to work, listening to this at like three o'clock in the morning, then happy day at work that you don't get off. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about, sorry about your problems. Nah, get a better, get a better job. Get a no, better. I'm <laughs> that goes again to back to the conversations that we're talking about, like about, you know, the proving or trying to say something to be proved. Like I got a real job. I don't take the day off. <laughs> I don't take days off. I work 80 hours a week. Yeah. Like, sorry, Relax. that sucks. It yeah. sucks. You got to go to work. Some people do, some people don't. But I don't. Either way, thanks for coming and checking out the show. Yeah, we appreciate it. We do. We really do. So, and we have more questions. So, which? Yeah. What's what do you want to jump into? What do you want to jump into here? Uh, whichever one you want. You're you're taking the you, lead. Oh, I'm taking the lead. Yeah, go ahead. My, uh, you want you want to get right into the theft one? Yeah, yeah. Because I I'm I'm a little unclear on that. So you know we can go into that one. It's a, definitely a weird, cause it's not really like a topic thing. It's just a, something that happened and like, we can just figure it out as yeah. we talk about it. So, so the, the question is, is oh, I'm sorry, so, go ahead. Uh, so gasoline underscore images, mm-hmm. um, he said, and I only screen capped this, so I didn't see the whole thing, but essentially his truck, his C10 got stolen. Oh, okay. Um, and at good guys, Columbus last summer and mm-hmm. they, they never found it. So, um, and it wasn't at the good guy show. It was at the hotel um, early in the morning, obviously, because everyone hangs out. And um, but he said basically, like, uh, I haven't replaced my truck as of yet. But when I do, I have to come up with a game plan to not let this happen again. Mm-hmm. So whether it's hi- hiring private security or having guys in my group take shifts throughout the night, like he's dead serious about like, yeah, wow, staying in his truck. This truck meant like all of our vehicles mean the world to us, and if mm-hmm. they get stolen, then we're but this was like extra devastating to him for various wow. reasons. Man, that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, because I mean, imagine like your truck, your forerunner is your forerunner. But imagine if that was like your mom gave it to you, or it was your dad's forerunner, or if it mm-hmm. was someone like uh, like uh, so, you know, every vehicle has a different emotional attachment, so every right. circumstance is different. But uh, so I actually have two vehicles that are that that carry that like sentimental attachment. And um, funny enough, I, I I've thought about both sides of it. So like, so I have two cars. I have a '55 Chevy Bel Air. I got that car when I was 13. So if our longtime listeners know that my family had a vintage car lot, and we bought and sold a lot of cars, mm-hmm. and uh, that was one of the very first cars that was given to me from my parents was a '55 Chevy Bel Air. And then I have an '83 Cadillac DeVille that was my granddad's car. But not in the fact that it was my granddad's car and he like drove it all the time. And I had these great memories of riding yeah, the car yeah, with like, him. That's what I it was, was merely was... he had this car and yeah. then he passed away in the late 90s and then it hung around. And then I just, well, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what I was saying. Like every circumstance is different because some people hate their parents. And if they had their parents car, they were just like, I want it to get stolen. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. <laughs> you know, but um, also I don't. um um, let me finish this question. Yeah, quick. yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, throughout the night, watch the vehicle staying further away. Oh, st- he said oh, another thing or stay further away from the host hotels and venues or at what point is it just not worth it to go to big out of town shows anymore? Sign Mike Brooks. Um, That's a, I, sounds like I go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Um, just to get right into it, I don't think it matters if it's a big in town or out of town show because mm-hmm crime happens no matter where you're at mm-hmm. you know you could be in some small town thing and your truck gets broken into or yeah um 
at Lake Paris when we at the Forbidden Show, people's tailgates got stolen before, and mm-hmm. um, it, it doesn't matter where you're at. Like you're the, it's a risk, you know. Like that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like when you take when you invest so much money into these things and now you're taking these things and you're like taking different places to show off and attend shows and just hang out. You're taking on an inherent risk. Um, I'm trying to like categorize my thoughts here. Um, Firstly, well, firstly was I don't, maybe this truck wasn't bagged because like in my mind, if you lay the truck out, like, you know, my controller, my AccuAir controller think, Thank you, Acura, for donating the <laughs> level plus kit. But yeah, my Acura controller just unplugs. So like, if I really was concerned about it, I would just lay my truck out, take the controller. It's like, how are they going to steal that? It's on the ground. Yeah, I don't. I don't think his truck was bagged. I don't I think, think was this was bagged. So, so yeah, that that so, opened it and, up. And, and Chevy trucks are so, are inherently easy to steal, right? And any, I mean, uh, I don't know if you follow the roadkill stuff on Motor Trend, but they had that they had a Mazda with a rotary engine in the bed, mm-hmm. and they stopped in Blythe at a hotel. And it got stolen hmm. and they never found it. Like, but someone put it on a trailer. So like it, if your truck's laid out on the ground, it's pretty, you, yeah, it's not going you know, anywhere. <laughs> it's not going anywhere unless someone has a, you know, can knows what they're doing, but uh, right. Or they have like rare. this, like a, uh, if that, if that was the case, then someone would like that truck is getting stolen any which way because like they have a plan, like I'm going to steal this truck. Yeah. They, yeah. And they probably know who they are. Exactly. So like, um, I would think the entire the 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 answer to this question we just answered it. Mm-hmm. Bag and body drop your truck. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not going anywhere. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, my thing was like, first of all, this guy, like this particular person, sounds like. I mean, it sounds like uh, I don't know how to to word this correctly. Like, it's I don't know. Like if like you said, if my forerunner got stolen, I'd be like, damn. But it was insured, and I would just like go get money for it and build another truck, you know. Like so that, but that, I think this a, this guy's scenario is very, very unique. You yeah, know? I think it is too. What because so, so from what from his posts and 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 knowing him, oh, um, you know this person? I I know. Like we're not like like best friends or anything, but I do know who he is. We uh-huh. met before, and 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 then uh, just seeing the amount of seeing the way that he was posting about it after it happened. Yeah, it's like losing a member of the family. Very emotional. Yeah. You know, what yeah, I mean, and it I get reminded that. me of like losing a, a pet or something to mm-hmm. where like, you know, um, it seemed like he just he just he worked very hard for this and like he dumped everything he had into it. Yeah. You know, and so and so when that gets taken away from you, it's almost like the the anger that you have is my. So to finish the thought that I was saying before about the, the cars that I've had in the car lot, I was about 12. I was about 12 years old. And my on the car lot, my dad bought this 59 Etzel. It was a 59 Etzel four-door hardtop. So you can see like my my love of four-door cars goes way, way deep. So we had this car. I loved that car. It was pink. It was a pink car. It was pink and white outside. It had black interior. And it it drove it drove so nice and it rides so nice. And I just I love this car. So when my family did sell it, I was devastated. So I could actually sympathize and understand what that guy was. I mean, not completely, but I, I do yeah. have an idea on what that guy was going through because I've experienced that before. Now, the thing of my other cars is and I was just talking about my 83, my granddad's car. You know, there was a long time where I was like, I'll never get rid of this car. It means so much to me. But I had an epiphany a while ago over this last year that like, I just, it's fine. 
you know, like it's, it's, it's like the journey is kind of over with that thing, mm. you know, and that's not, to, yeah. and, and I want to be very careful not to, um, diminish, diminish, his, diminish what his, he was yeah. going through. Cause I, cause like his journey was, so his journey was just beginning. Yeah. It, it seems like, so it, it, it's obviously, we're not saying this, but I think one of the most, 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 most important things to do and we've talked about this when you were going to LA and you were had your camera equipment. Oh with yeah, you huh? and you're just like, like I'm worried about because if someone peeks into your car, it's it's all, thievery is always opportun is usually opportunistic, right? So mm-hmm. if you're, if your car's unlocked, if your car's locked, that's step one. It's ninety percent of your problems. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If your car's unlocked, it's hundred percent going to get gone through, mm-hmm. um, whether it gets stolen or not. But um, if you look in there and there's a, a phone, I never when I even when I get gas when I pull up to the gas station, I, my phone goes in my center console or with me because mm-hmm. if it's sitting on the center console, you could get in that truck. Mm-hmm. This is a thousand dollar phone. Yeah, they just open it and take it. I do that all the time. <laughs> it's gone. I should maybe I always stop doing that. If someone, yeah, if someone looks in there and they see a phone, they're going to try to get in there. If they look in there and they don't see a phone, they're not going to go in there most likely. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always, always, always put it away in it. And, uh, but insurance Mm -hmm. is, it's like insure your vehicle to the utmost Mm -hmm. value, value that it is because we say things aren't replaceable, but trucks are definitely replaceable Mm -hmm. um, for the most part in the, and yeah, I think that's just it. Because I always think about that. If I go to a show and I have my gear and it's in a vehicle and someone takes that gear because it's in a big black box. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look in a car yeah. and there's a black plastic box in there, it, there's yeah. only a couple things that are in there and they're probably valuable. Right. Camera equipment or guns because uh-huh. they, they're the same as gun cases um, or something. Yeah. Nobody keeps nothing in those. So you're it's going to get... It could get broken in and taken. So insurance, insurance, insurance. I have a funny little story just because like, <laughs> so we're at West Coast one time and uh, we're out. It's late. You know, we're doing late, late night things, cruising around, having fun. Well, we're, I was standing around, it was uh, near Glenn's trailer and like there was all these trucks that like, kind of parked around it. So I, I'm like done with the camera. So I just go set it down. I set it down in the truck. I leave the next morning. This guy comes up to me and he hands me my camera and I'm like, where did you get that? He's like, you put it in my truck. And he had a, it's a guy from sunset and he had a, um, his was a Toyota extra cab, but with a forefronter, forerunner front end and painted blue. So in my, you know, yeah, it, it's, it was blue kind of looked like a forerunner and the window was rolled yeah. down, put it in there. That was funny. He's so, like, I think this is yours. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I've actually I've been, been, oh, I've left my, I left my camera on our, left. on our table at LST. That just popped into my head. And then, and Krista f- f- was driving mm-hmm. and she looked over and she like, you know, it's traffic backed up to get out of LST. So like, luckily she was stopped in front of our booth and she happened to look over and see my camera Yeah, and then she got it for me. That was, that was pretty crazy. But yeah. uh, I think like when it comes to hotels, cause the, the other part of his question was like, um, deterrence, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's, it, there's, I don't think there's really anything you can do except for like put a club, the old OG clubs, you know, yeah. on your, on your steering wheel or, um, disconnect the, uh, disconnect the coil wire, like mm. put a kill, put a kill, making it more as difficult as possible for thieves. Right. To, to take. That's a, and that, it's a big problem also in like the low rider scene too. Like every, every like Las Vegas super show, you know, everybody's like, you the, know, remember that low rider that got stolen from SEMA? No. Oh. So 
It was the, the, co- in the trailer and everything. They took the whole thing. No, I don't think it was in the trailer. I don't know. I could be wrong, but if you think about SEMA, that whole front area is just two hundred thousand dollar, million dollar vehicles. They're just sitting there. Just chilling. Yeah. Like there's a fence. I think there's a fence, but there, I don't think there always was a fence. Like you could just walk into the front area. Are you talking about like outside the halls, like in that area? Like, yeah, like along the street too. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those vehicles that are just parked out there and people don't even. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. I don't think it's a, it's just one of those things that where it's an unfortunate situation and it happens more than we, more than we know. And we don't think about it till it happens to us. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I, when I'm on these journeys across country and my, we don't have your trailer and, and, and I'm not with you, I have to put everything in the bed of my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of t shirts and stuff. And mm-hmm. I pull up to a hotel at midnight, that stuff stays in the bed of my truck. Yeah. I, I find a spot in the parking lot where it's like uh, back in and there's a tree or there's something, but I either have to unload all that and put it in the hotel room. Um, I do put some stuff in the cab. And I take my camera equipment with me, but now I'm just, I'd wake up every morning when I do that and I look out there just and I like go, hope for the best. <laughs> still there. Still there. <laughs> still going forward. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but that, yeah, it's, I don't know, man, it, it's, it's with his situation, you know, it's, he's going to have a rough time going to a show and sleeping yeah. in a hotel room. Like you might, you know what you might do? Put a camper shell on your truck and sleep in sleep the bed. In the, oh, that's a good that's a good suggestion. You know, because I mean, it sounds like I mean, if you're if you're onto the point where you're about like thinking in your head like oh, I'm going to hire some private security, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be something. Another thing too is is ask the hotels um, that a lot of times they'll let you do this. Park right in the front, mm-hmm, under yeah. underneath the awning. Like go up to the hotel manager and be like, hey, is it cool if I park my truck right here? And if there is a security guard, give him twenty bucks. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. You know, like hey man, my truck's right there. Yeah. Can you make sure it's right there all night long? Here's 20, 40, 50 bucks. Or yeah, that's a, that's a good suggestion too. Those are great suggestions. Yeah. So well, hopefully, hopefully that guy gets his truck back together and it'd be that it'd be a shame if like this opportunity, not opportunity, but this, uh, this situation made him not go to shows anymore. That would suck. It would suck, but I, I could see it. It's, I can it's understand sh- it. Yeah, it, totally. It's just like anything else. When something devastating happens, like it, it's a, uh, and he's going to have PTSD from now on going yeah. to, yeah, he's going never to any, it. going to any show. He's going to be like walking into the hotel and he's going to look back and go, yeah, that's crazy. Cause I've, I've actually never had that happen. So I wouldn't actually really know how to feel. Have you ever had your truck broken into or anything like that? No. Or your, your house broken into anything Mm-mm. like that? No. So I've had my, in high school, my, I had a Toyota, little Toyota to sell car and someone broke into it in the parking lot and took my radio and my, my speakers. Oh, wow. And then I've had my truck in my driveway, in front of my driveway, get broken into and my stereo taken a couple of times. Damn. That's, it's yeah. such a, now, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know, but I, I would get, gather that's like a pretty violated, violating feeling. That's what it is. And yeah. my mom, my mom had her car stolen when we lived in Hemet and she went to Chuck E. Cheese uh, for a birthday party and she came out and her car was gone. That's crazy. That's and they found They found it a month later. Wow. Wow. And it felt weird. You get in it, you get in it and you're just like. This is gross that someone else has been in my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like it, it's a it's it's a violate. Like yeah, it's it's definitely a violating feeling. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. So I don't know if we if we answered anything, but we definitely got some opinions in that one. It's just good that these things bring up discussions too. Yeah, for sure. This is a good one. This might cause some controversy, or Ooh, or maybe maybe some not controversy, but no, whatever. It says, what was your worst car show experience? 
That's a that's a good one. I don't think I can't recollect like one experience. Well, like I don't know. We've had definitely had some bad things go down. Yeah, because worst there's worst experience, worst financially experienced mm-hmm. would be like when we went to Mini Nats and the trailer got all messed up. That was a big like one. That, that, that was, was a big, big one. one. Yeah. Now, but you got to put everything into like um, that. Like what happened to your trailer was something you needed to fix there or here. That's true. Well, let, let, right. Let, it, it was more of like a maintenance thing and it just ha- was forced upon you to fix. Right. It wasn't like we were driving down the road and it broke. So for for uh, to let our listeners know what that situation was. So we were on our way to Mini Nats and uh, we get there. And I get so that so I don't know. Hold on, let me let me start. We're on our way to Mini Nats. We get there, we get there super late at night. And if you remember, it was like raining. It was mm-hmm. it was it was terrible. It was like super late. We were really tired. So we get there. We we park the truck and trailer. We go in sleep. The next morning, I get up to go get something out of the trailer, and I'm like half asleep. And I look out and I look down, and I'm looking at the tire, and the whole inside of the tire is chewed up, like it's showing <laughs> metal. And I was like. But I'm still like super tired. So I'm looking yeah. at it, I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to take care of that. And then, so I went back in and went back to sleep for a while. So then what so after looking at it, what happened was the axle was bent. So the wheels were both cambered in and they just <laughs> ate the inside. So we're the, like the fact that you only noticed that the tread was gone mm-hmm. and not that your tires yeah, were cambered <laughs> only proves how long your tires were cambered. Wait. Because the year before, that was in March, uh-huh. or that was in April, uh-huh. and Joe, C10 Vato's Joe, uh-huh. on the way home from LST was like, what's wrong with Frank's trailer? I'm all, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, he's got a gang of camber. And I'm all, I don't it know, I think that's just how it road. is. Yeah, it was just like this. So the fact that you like looked down and this wasn't a thing, but the tire wear was. Right. Well, <laughs> no, hold on. This is all recollecting. Yeah. Because previous to that, and if you actually go watch that year's Mini, Nat, Mini Nats video, I forget what year it was. Eight, 19. 19. Yeah. If you go back and watch the 19 video, in the beginning of the video, we're loading it and I'm looking at it and I did notice mm-hmm. it. And you yes. said, quote, what are we going to do? Not go? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's true. And then, so then, and, and now that I'm recollecting, yeah, then I was like, oh shit. Yeah. The, the inside of the tower was eaten up. So after figuring out, yeah, the axle was bent, uh, the leaf springs were de-arched and this was just from years and years and years of just going up and down the 10, like how there's, many times we went to yeah. LST and it was just, well, yeah, you're right. just and when you buy a trailer, especially if you buy an inexpensive trailer, the parts that they use on those trailers are, are tear are garbage. Yeah. The, the tires, they're going to use the cheapest stuff possible. Mm-hmm. So just a heads up, if you have a trailer that you bought, just yeah. make sure that the stuff is good. Yeah, Cause they the, don't, they don't put expensive parts. Cause we got upgrade. You got upgraded leaf springs. And no, stuff, I didn't. Remember? No, we wanted to upgrade them. So mm. that was the thing. So we were at the show and we're like, all right, we, we need to take care of this. Like we can't take this the way it is. And, uh, we ended up going to a tractor supply and buying all the parts. Mm-hmm. We bought a new axle. We bought leaf springs and new tires and then, um, put them all on. And, oh yeah. So I didn't, I didn't upgrade the leaf springs because in order to go to the next like size or whatever, they were, the, the, the purchase were wrong. 
Mm. So I, I wanted to, but the trailer guy that we, we ha- end up having fixed it, and he's like, well, you're going to have to like cut these off and reweld them. And I was like, nah, screw it. We'll just replace it. I just it remember is. how amazing it was when after you got it, we're like, oh, that's what the trailer should Yeah, I like. know. <laughs> he got it raised like another <laughs> four inches. It was now, bad. every time you go on a trip, you like, you're like putting your fingers in between oh, the things oh, to make you know sure. Me. I know. You know me. I I, well, I tend to get a little. Uh, what's the right word? It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but I obsess. Yeah. Because and then actually, like after that, so we we did that, and and all the parts have hung in there. Like the axle is still in it, and still fine. The leaf spring, the new leaf springs are fine. But the tires, the tires were kind of garbage. Because oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. like uh, that was at Mini Nats, and then we went to a couple other shows. And then we went up to Oregon, and the mm-hmm. and the tires were already bald again. Yeah, And then that was another uh, interesting thing because it had only, again, like we had to figure it out on, on the fly was like um, the inside, the middle of the tire was gone. So the, the outside, yeah, they, were were o- they were, they were overinflated. I think they were, no, I, no, no. Remember our, our, the tire guy was telling us they were underinflated. So what happens is, is like when they're underinflated, when it starts going, the inside sucks up and it starts. Oh, that's no, oh. no, wait, I'm, I'm saying, I I'm saying whatever. that wrong. What? Yeah, I think it's when they're overinflated. There's right, but I said it wrong. The outsides were chewed up again. It wasn't. Yeah. So what the guy told it, like our our friend, I don't know who told us, but someone told us they're like overinflated. So you're just riding on the middle of the tire. Oh, that's right. And that's how yeah, we got it. Was it. it was Sean. He was Sean from us. Uh, uh, relaxed. Atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, that 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 comes back. So I don't think the the point is is I don't think there's one time that I can say that was the worst one because we've no. we've had all sorts of issues. The one year at LST when it just the sky opened up and just dumped all over us and, and we had to leave early. That one was that, pretty bad. That one was, that was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Um, not, not, <laughs> all these ones are going to be about Sorry, LST, Lonnie. Lonnie. Sorry, Lonnie. <laughs> um, the, that one LST when we were driving out there and, and okay. So at the beginning of the year, you stock up on merch. I stuck up, stock up on merch. Joe C. Tenvato stocks up on merch. We're driving to LST and we get just, we get past El Paso, Van Horn, and we're getting towards Junction. It's nighttime. And I go, Hey, man, the weather might, it might rain. What if it rains and we don't sell anything? Mm-hmm. And we both looked at each other and we got real quiet. Yeah. Like the next, or the next hour was very like, Oh, we didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we, it, it, the weather ended up being, was it really crappy Thursday? Like it was real bad. It was, we had to get wood and plastic. Yeah. And then it was, it was fine on Saturday. Yeah. It was fine on Saturday. But then when we, we got back to the Airbnb, it rained all night mm-hmm. and it rained all day and we had to go and get our stuff on Sunday. Yeah. That one was, that one was mentally. Exa- yeah. That was mentally exhausting. Cause that, in fact, there's been a couple LSTs that have messed me up mentally. I, and I, I don't know I didn't, why I keep going back to that okay. show. <laughs> I was going to say, again, sorry, Lonnie, but some of our, our not-so-fun experiences have happened at LSD. Great memories, though. That, and that's the thing. Like, the thing with the trailer, I mean, and the thing with everything. Like, I used to, I've said this before, I used to freak out, like, mm-hmm. and, and really, like, get upset about stuff. But after I realized, like, when I started making videos, I realized, like, hey, this is just all part of the journey. This is all just going to make for a good video for us to talk about. And good stories, too, because now, like, if, oh, yeah. if it goes, like, smooth every single time, we're not going to really have anything to talk about. But now... That's kind of where that's kind of where we've been at the last couple of trips. And that's that's why I'm th- about to throw a wrench in this game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go to it. We're going to go to a show either in the OBS mm-hmm. or something that's going to be completely yeah. different and... 
And uh, yeah, that's all. Oh, you know what I was thinking about that? I was like, okay, I'm starting this new journey of making videos, mm-hmm. right? So I want to buy a truck, fix it up, and drive it to a show. That's the kind of thing. I think I've talked about that on here. Mm-hmm. Don't know when it's going to happen. Don't know whatever. But you can't put that in your. You can't put the whole story in your video because it's. Oh, that's a good. That's an interesting think, take. Because I, you're. We're gonna have to make the videos to where at least it, like. I think mine will come out first and then your version of it. I probably, because I'm always behind. Your version of it's going to be completely different than mine. Yeah. Because now I'm going to be the financial burden of the trip. So if my truck breaks down, mm-hmm. I have to figure it out. Yeah. But I mean. So your your point of view is going to be like the passenger that's like, crap, I want to get home. Mm-hmm. Like, remember with Doug when we went back <laughs> oh, to yeah. Orange <laughs> Oh, Beach, that like, was another thing. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was us, but we weren't necessarily like insanely financial like we didn't have to buy a new truck to get home right got a ride so it's gonna be really fun watching the dynamic of those two things work out yeah but but it's sort of because like that's the same thing with the trailer like you that was my financial burden like i had to i had to get the trailer repaired i had to figure out how to you know get it repaired pay for it repaired and everything like that but it was but you just you gave me a lot of advice along the way it wasn't like you were just standing back saying okay when are we leaving it was like and and i think that's what you know, our relationship as we've gone on, that's where we help each other out. We're like, okay, let's figure this out. You know, let's, do you remember sitting in the parking lot at a, the love's trucks, but we were at loves in Lordsburg. I remember this vividly. We were coming home. I think we were coming home from LST or home from somewhere. Uh-huh. And you, you had a leak on your transmission. Plug. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the first time I saw Frank kind of freak out. Yeah. And I had to look over at him and go, it's going to be fine, it's man. It's going to be fine. And that was, Let's yeah, just, I think that was, be- that was before the trailer incident too. It so, was way before. Yeah. yeah it was so a I couple think, years before. I think like all of those little events led up to, to me being able to like get through these problems, have a little more, yeah. uh, um, I don't know, like open-mindedness to get, get through the problems. Yeah. That was when we had to take that alternate route too. Mm-hmm, Cause of the, the wind. freeway was closed. Yeah. Yeah, there's been so so many times. Like, so yeah, I can't really point to like would, this was the worst. You would think that like all of this would be on our videos because we document everything, mm-hmm. but half of this stuff we're talking about isn't. The the trailer is in the is in the one video. The I think the only one that w- was the transmission one. But that, so like a lot of the times, like the the trip home kind of gets put put on the like i never like the trip home rarely gets into the videos in my videos yeah. at least because like you know we're like ramping up to the show we're doing the show and then at the show i said okay we're done and then we head home so i don't really yeah. show off that much just because n- no other reason than i think it's not very interesting you know it's not usually like we just want to put the cameras back yeah. in the cases and just yeah. get in the truck and go yeah that, that's the thing because like there's been there was that instance with the transmission there's the time we ran out of gas on the way back from lst oh in the worst possible on the side of the freeway yeah I mean, in, in El Paso, like with the barely any room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there have been, there've been a lot of little things, but not one thing that I said that was the worst. And actually like, I'm, I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that like, like I said, there's no like one show that was absolutely terrible mm. because actually every show, not every show, but there, when it's bad, there are still some good parts. So like, if I was to like, look back 
on like the when the trailer broke down like the good part about that was was that was the one that we went on vacation Mm -hmm. you know like when we went uh we had the wives and we you know went to nashville and then we went down to bama Mm -mm, like that was that was a uh that wasn't the nashville one oh that wasn't no that nashville one we just did last uh then that was the one that we went down in new orleans it was the one we went to um new orleans Okay, that was when we went to New Orleans, and so that was awesome. And then even like LST, like when LST, like the the weather isn't so great, and you know things happen. I th- like this last one, this last LST. It was just so cold, and you know we, we yeah. talked about that. But the cool part is, was you know we still were there. We're still hanging out with the club. We still went and had remember like the hanging out with the club at that B and B and doing all those like <laughs> I just having yeah. I'm having this thought in my head while you're saying uh-huh. if you want to ask who about the worst times going to shows you're asking the wrong two people you need to ask doug oh yeah because <laughs> doug, oh, doug yeah. has had some doug terrible experiences and they've all been yeah. while i was driving that's true that is true so but yeah doug has had some bad ones the way way back in the like the very first trip we took to uh um, scraping the coast he had, he had, and his trailer broke his trailer was a torsion axle trailer and he had to basically end up replacing all the axles with leaf springs and new axles and leaving it in in texas and and then um he had to buy a new truck on one trip we had to buy a new truck that was new truck that i i made a video of that so if you on the custom life channel i don't know know where these videos at we both made videos on that you made video you made a video of that yeah i don't Okay, I got to go. Okay, I got to refresh my memory on that one because I thought it was just me. I made a video. No, we both did. Okay, but that and but that was I mean, sorry for Doug having to buy a brand new truck. But that weekend was cool because like, yeah, we didn't go to the show, but we ended up hanging out, you know, at your pad in Phoenix. And then we we shot or I shot Will's truck Mm -hmm. for a little feature on the channel. Like that was fun. So, yeah, I guess it's just trying to find the silver lining in things. That's except for Doug. Uh, Yeah. But here's the thing. Everything besides the trailer incident with Doug, that was pretty random. Everything that happens is going to happen regardless. Like your trailer needed that maintenance done. Mm -hmm. Doug's truck was going to, that was, that that happened on that trip. But the problem with Doug's truck um, was uh, the whole deaf thing or that, that whole system right there. Like Mm -hmm. it was the, it was the canister that like, like re, it was like a, a charcoal canister of some some. It's thing. it's the the it's, it's all part of the emissions on the diesel trucks. Right, right, so right. Yeah, yeah. That was going to happen regardless of that that truck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unfortunately, those trucks that just happens to all the time. So mm-hmm. he was going to have to face that problem eventually. So mm-hmm. I'm like I'm trying to think of like a trip related. I don't think there's been like a a thing that because we were on the trip that it happened or right like. I'll, let's just say that it'll probably be in their future, not in our past. <laughs> Maybe. I often wonder that too. You know, as, uh, I was hanging out with uh, Vic at the end of the year uh, mini truck meetup, mm-hmm. and um, we're because we both got there super early, so we're like waiting for everybody. So we're just like chatting, and he goes, "Man, he's like, are Titans just really good trucks?" And I was like, "Not necessarily, no." <laughs> He's like, you guys just like jump in these things. And he's all, do you just, you, you have that much faith in your truck? And I was like, again, no, no, it's just, it is what it is. And we've sort of like, you know, come to the, uh, come to the thought that like eventually they're going to fail on us. And when that happens, we'll take care of it. Titans are, 
have very, very, very good drivetrains. Mm-hmm. So the motors, the transmissions, the rear ends, as long as you don't let all the oil leak out of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, but everything around the truck is made very, very cheaply. Yeah. The, you know, the interiors are plasticky and they, they break cause they get real brittle. Um, in my seat, like I, like I just thought it was, you know, just the way I slide in and out of the truck, but that's like a Titan thing too, because the upholsterer was telling me that they use just really thin material. Yeah. So that's Every, why they just wear down so fast. Go online, search Titans for sale. Every mm-hmm. picture of, from the dr- looking into the driver's seat is either, you can't see, you the can't seat. see the seat cause it's, or the <laughs> seats just bust. So, so yeah. if you ever want to um, know what's, what happens to Titans, ask one of us. Cause yeah, uh, I can, what, what should I look out for when I'm buying a Titan? Replace, well, re- let me get the list. Replace the radiator ASAP. I have. Okay. You need to replace your radiator <laughs> because you know what happens to those, right? Something with the transmission. Yeah, the transmission cooling lines run through your radiator to cool. Uh-huh. and they break inside the radiator and they mix. And once that happens, your transmission fails instantly. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, like man. take that radiator out, go buy a new radiator and put it in. The new radiators are made much better than the old ones. All right. I'm going to do that before LST. I would, I would, they're not that. I got to buy tires too. They're, oh God, I hate t- buying tires. Yeah, I know. It sucks. <laughs> it's, the, it's like, but you have to buy them, but it's just like, they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Don't buy cheap tires. Buy good tires. <laughs> That's why you're buying tires more than you don't. I know. I have gone in the last, like, I would say probably four or five years, not not counting like COVID. That that time doesn't count. But I've I've went through like I think two or three sets of tires. Are you still buying all trains? Oh no, I know. I've, I've switched to the the regular the, street uh, tires. Yeah, the yeah. regular street tires. I only I made that mistake once and I learned from it. I but I'm still I like, buying cheap tires. I bought all trains. So I was like, these look so cool, and I'm all, why these wear mm-hmm. out so fast? Yeah, that was one of the, these ones that I've had on it actually last a lot longer than the the previous ones. That, but that's why. So the ones yeah. that I bought these these last ones, they have an eighty five thousand mile warranty. Yeah, and they will last probably longer than the truck will. I see, and I just need to buck up and buck and, up, uh, and also go to Discount Tire. Isn't, and that's the same as America's tire. America's right? tire, discount tire, because you can get. You say go or don't go. Go, go. like oh, don't go. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. I go, go no. there all the time. No, go, go, not don't go. Go. Oh, you're confusing. Okay, go to America's tires. Uh huh. Because they have they they free rotations and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely get all that. Yeah. But so <laughs> my I've had such a, a bad time with with that place too. Like. The, the Titan's fine, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They're just regular tires. But every time I take, like, because the Camry has, you know, custom wheels on it. And every time I take it in there, something happens. And it's funny because, like, um, I went in there, got some new tires on a set of wheels. And uh, they strip one of the caps. So, like, one of the bolts is, like, is is uh, um, stripped. It's tight, but it strips. And so that's, like, an issue that I got to figure out. So this last time I took it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be proactive about this because I had to go in and get a flat because I had the warranty mm-hmm. of go get a flat repair. So I said, okay, I'm going to take the cap off this wheel because I'm not going to give them any excuse. So I take the cap off the wheel, go inside. Yeah. It's the, uh, it was like the, the right, I don't know. Remember, but it's like, let's say it's the, the uh, driver's side front wheel. So the driver's side front wheel has something in it. it says, all right, cool. No problem. And I said, I took the cap off that way. You guys don't have to worry about it. So, okay, cool. So then he goes and does it, does their thing, comes back. He's like, all right, well, we got that passenger front wheel taken care of. And I was all, you mean the driver 
driver's front wheel. He's like, no, no. On the paperwork, it says passenger front wheel. And it said it had a nail in it. I was like, oh, well, that's coincidental because so does the the other one. Well, I didn't take the other cap off. Oh. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. But I just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm going to be proactive about this. Yeah. I'm going to take the cap off. And then they just do the complete wrong wheel. Yeah. That's anyway, a, that's my rant for that. Yeah. I've had, um, I, yeah, I really like, I, I used to go to the um, cheapy, like, uh, shop right by our house, kind of in the hood, you know, mm-hmm. and like, they were really good because they remembered who I was. So I'd go in there and they would rotate for free. But, you know, you just, the tires were not good tires and they wore out really mm-hmm. fast. And I was like, so this last one, I did the same thing. I like bucked up. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to buy the cheapest tires I can find. I'm going to buy yeah. these good ones. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, I think that's what I'm going to have to do this time. It's so worth it, man. Like it, and you feel good afterwards. Like I, I remember after I did it, I was like, I feel good. I have like good tires on my truck and it's yeah. going to last a long time. And like, yeah. So uh, that's funny. Yeah. Jaime, I was, t- I was telling Jaime about all this wheel drama and he's like, he's all basically like discount tire, America's tire. It's like, it's like McDonald's. Like you go there, it's hot, it's food, tastes okay, but it's really not good for you. You know <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> just like it, just like, cause you know, the, like all the problems that I've had with them stripping out the wheels or scratching uh, the wheel or like all this other stuff. That could happen at any shop though. To every shop I've ever taken it to, except for Jaime. Jaime hasn't scratched any of the wheels, but yeah. every other shop that I've taken it to. But that's the thing, right? Is somehow scratched the wheels. There is a Jaime at every shop. Mm-hmm. So as long as you can find that guy at that shop to take care of you, then you're good. Um, next time I go to discount tire, I'm just going to walk in. I'm like, all right, who's not the idiot here? <laughs> no, that, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll work. <laughs> There's a Firestone down the street from my house and I won't go there anymore. It's just like, they just like seem kind of like they didn't care. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like whatever. Yeah. You kind of, Same, you know. I was like being real judgy when I was looking at all the people in there. I'm all, I don't think these guys know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> that's funny. You go to America's Tire and they're all happy and chipper because they like, that's part of their <laughs> whole thing. They're like, oh, really? Yeah. I, well, I went, I it's funny because I went to America's Tire to mount the um, tires on the 22s. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I bought the tires online because I'm buying cheap. If When I buy low profile tires, I buy cheap tires. So, mm. Um, I went to, to Mary and they're like, what are these going on? And I was like, oh, uh, oh, that's the worst question. I know. And I was like, oh, Chevy truck. And he's like, oh yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. So I drove I down to the hood and got, yep. got them there. Cause they don't care what they're going on. They just, oh, put, I know I got to go do that because I got a nail like right on, like close to the sidewall. Yeah. So I'm not taking that to discount time. I'm going over to the other shop and be like, hey, man, fix this. And you're like, no problem, dude. I know. <laughs> and in that aspect, when you look at that, you're like, actually, discount tire is not McDonald's. They're actually really good because they're not mm, going to true. do like they're not going to serve you the the a piece of food that could kill you when you're driving down the road with a patched tire that shouldn't have been patched. OK. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I just thought of that right now. I was like, well, yeah, fair enough. I could be driving my Chevy. And the tire blows and I fly into a ditch because there was, there's too much weight. Like we could be driving to Texas on, in my truck, right? Yeah. Towing your enclosed trailer on these tires that should not be able to hold the weight. Uh-huh. And we pop a tire and we drive into the ditch and we both die. And then this is we go, really, I don't like where this is going. As we're flying in the truck, in the ditch, we're like looking at each other and we're going, should have listened to the guy at America's Tire, huh? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. This is getting too dark. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It Tires true. have weight ratings for a reason. 
Yeah, that's that is true. You don't but, you don't cook your chicken uh, uh, medium rare because they the the people that know what they're talking about go. You probably should make that hundred. You should probably cook that a little longer. Cook that a little longer. You might die. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, as uh, uh, what were we talking about? I don't know what we were talking about. We're going to talk about something else. We're gonna we got a uh, a couple more questions. I don't know how long we've been going. on I'm kind of lost in this whole thing because we're recording two episodes. Had to take a couple breaks. I'll tell you. Had to go pick up the kid. I'll tell you um, right now how much the the first one we went. 37 minutes, and we're at 17 minutes now. But the first part of this, I think we were just crapping. So we're okay. We're like 45 minutes. All right, cool. So, well, I got I got another question, is, and I think this is a good one because I think are we going to talk uh, about dying again? No, no, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> I already have a complex what? with that. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, uh, underscore doobie on Instagram mm-hmm. asks, uh, where to start, where to start on when building a mini truck. So I think he's asking like, you get your first truck. What do you do? I think that's, I think that's pretty good because, uh, I've noticed that like over the past few episodes talking about Doc Weiler, talking about, you know, just the different topics we've been talking about. We've been talking about like basic trucks, starter trucks. I'll you know. let you know if you watch the grinder TV, YouTube channel coming up soon. I was gonna, I was gonna kind of let that sit. But yeah. But since this is coming out on the 16th, I might already have a video made for that. No, maybe. But you don't want to. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But if if you were to give someone like advice like this guy, I don't know if he's like, I don't know if he's just getting into the scene or like what what's going on with him. But and I think that's a good question because I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of guys who are starting out, they're like, well, you know, I've had a few people ask me, um, you know, where to get parts. And of course, I tell them to go to switchsuspension.com <laughs> and they can get all of their parts from switchsuspension.com, so whatever I, they need. I have a little bit of experience with this because I've been in the market for a truck. So if we want to just talk about the buying experience of a mini truck, kind of, we can mm-hmm. we can touch on that. Like there's still, there's some good price trucks out there depending mm-hmm. on what you're looking for. Like uh, I've been finding trucks under $3,000 that run and drive and all that stuff and that's that's pretty surprising. Yeah, you just have to be. You just you have. It's a it's a process because are any of them Toyotas? No, and that's the thing. But <laughs> not everybody wants a Toyota. That's true. And um, it and that's a big thing too. Like if Toyotas, you're not going to find in great condition for under four thousand dollars. You can depending on your skill level too. Like if you're good at body work and you can do body work. You can find trucks all day long. Toyotas too. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you know how to do interior work and you and you're if you're really savvy at finding parts, because a lot of these trucks that I've been finding under three thousand dollars, the interiors are blown out. Right? Mm-hmm. They're like some have no interior. Like so, you can find trucks under two grand. Um, they don't have interior in them, or they're just beat up. So um, some people are real savvy at finding parts. And I know, like I've been finding a lot of parts trucks. I found a couple wrecked mini trucks where they they had parts in them. So depending on how, what you want to, like the level you want to be at when you buy the truck, you know, starting out, like if you just want to start out buying a truck that runs and drives, you can just find one on offer up just that runs and drives, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can slowly start to put it together as you're driving it. Like if it's going to be your daily and you just want to enjoy it and drive it around, you can drive it around and look for parts at parts, places, junkyards, and finding people's like wreck trucks on, on, Facebook marketplace and going and getting handles and 
That's mm-hmm. I think that's the fun part about mini trucking, you know. It yeah. Is oh yeah, yeah. That's it's it's yeah. That's part of the process. The DIY process of that is mm-hmm. is fun, and it's what mini trucking was all about: working in your garage, finding parts, making things work, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, that's all I got with that. You can definitely find yeah. deals out there on running driving trucks. You just have to do your due diligence. Yeah, my thought on it is, um, it like I've I've kind of been in two different places. Like one is like, you know, maybe maybe you want to get into this. Like you see trucks, you know, people having trucks, bag trucks, and you just want to get into it. You know, I think you can find bag trucks that are pretty affordable out there still. I think there are deals out there. Um, or, you know, if you want to take a different approach, like you're saying, like find a, a clean truck and and pick it up and then just start acquiring parts and put it together at your own pace. Like I kind of like if I was to build another truck, I think that's the route that I might take is like get something that that I know is that I want. Like first find the truck that I want, the the, mm-hmm. the right truck that I want cuz I think what happens is is when people buy like like they have the the mindset in their in their head that they're going to go out and buy something already bagged to kind of be ahead of the game, they might end up and this has happened to me, you might end up in something that you really didn't want. And that's actually how I ended up in so many Mazdas. Like well, that's also of, how that's also how you ended up with bad experiences with certain. Exactly. Things. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's a twofold yeah. problem. Because if you're, it, it, it again, it goes back to budget, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you want a bag, it, like there's, you're not finding nowadays. You're not gonna find a bag truck under. I will say seven thousand dollars. That's not a pile of crap. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's not going to cost you more in the end. So again, where's your budget at? Do you even want a bag truck? Mm-hmm. If you don't want a bag truck, this gets way easier. Mm-hmm. If you do want a bag truck, again, your skill set. Can you buy someone else's project and do it in on your own? Mm-hmm. Um, can you buy someone else's? Can you throw another couple grand and find something that's more drivable? Mm-hmm. You know. Also find out why that person's selling it. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, I've yeah. had so many trucks that I've gotten into that. And you're right. A lot of the stuff that I'm uneasy about or sketchy about is because I've had bad past experiences, which is exactly why I'm at where I'm at now. Like one with a forerunner like that. The forerunner, when I got it, I didn't I just got it and then, you know, saved enough money to take it to this shop to do it. Where mm-hmm. I think the next one, I'm going to be a little more proactive about it and just like start gathering parts, like buy the air management system, buy the wheels, buy mm-hmm. and then piece it all together and then take the next step, I think is is what I would do differently on this next round. Yeah, it's what I've been doing with the OBS. And mm-hmm. well, I see and, you do it. And, and uh, Jake from our club in Texas, he's really good at it, too. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Because you're if you can buy like not everyone has an extra 10 grand sitting around to get mm-hmm. your truck bagged, but you do have every once in a while an extra 400 bucks to buy your compressors mm-hmm. and then boom, you put those away. And then a month later you buy a tank. And then a month later you buy, if you are, if you are going to run an air management system, you can buy that or you can buy your switch box and your valve block or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Like getting a lot of that out of the way really helps the budget. And, you know, um, like sometimes it helps the builder too, because like your OBS is currently at pandas and, and he was, it's not there yet, but it's not there yet. Okay. It's not there yet. (laughs) Sitting on the side of my yard. Okay. (laughs) Sitting on the side of my house. Um, anyway, moving on. Actually, it might be there now. I'm going to actually message him at this. So, um, let's just, uh, let's just say that sometimes it helps a builder out because they're like, 
you know, they just want to, to, to build it. They don't want to, you know, have, have to go through and source all the, the that's, parts. That's very, uh, depends on the builder too. I would imagine. And, yeah. and that goes into the planning things like you were talking about, like who, who if you already know who's going to build your truck, you need to talk to them about that because, mm-hmm. um, they might, they might not want a five gallon tank tank. They might Oh, want that's true. Yeah. This, or they might want this or they, it's, it's, it's all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think of uh, what uh, the, the main theme that we're saying here is, and we've said this many times before, is like, have a plan, like plan mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Like it, and that's probably the best advice I think that we can give this person where to, how to start. Like, it, like I want to build a mini truck. Where do I start with a plan? And the, the very basic plan is, uh, like you said, um, what do you want? Like you mm-hmm. know what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm going to get that. And you know, it's involved with bagging that. So like, if you just want a mini truck, mini trucks are all different. Mm-hmm. Toyotas, Nissans, Mazdas, <clears throat> they all have torsion bars. So you can crank the torsion bars, throw a set of $250 spindles on the front and it's lowered. Mm-hmm. Um, S10s, Mitsu's, um, other trucks have coil springs. And so they're, they're totally different. So mm-hmm. that you might want to think about, okay, if you're the truck that you're buying, it depends on if you're very particular to a brand or a style. If you're not, then you got to go, okay, well then how much money do I have to put into it afterwards? Yeah. No, that's or a, like, like, like Mazdas are harder to find certain parts for than say Toyotas. Mm-hmm. Or actually could, also Toyotas are harder to find parts for than like an S10. You know, it depends on which parts. Well, like, yeah, yeah. I would say Toyotas and S10s are probably the easiest to do. Oh, really? They made they made the most of them. Mm, okay. Um, when it go, I mean, if you're thinking about like Mazdas, Mazdas, no one cares about Mazdas, so they just threw them away. Mm-hmm. Like Toyotas stayed around; they stayed on the road longer. They're mm-hmm. still there's still more like plentiful of them out there, so there are more parts available for them. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what um, you're saying, and that's definitely a good point. Is like no know what you're getting into, know that if you, if you are dead set on a particular vehicle, know like you're going to have to do extra work. And the, and like good example of that is the forerunner. Like mm-hmm. when I first had the idea, like I wanted to bag a forerunner, I went and talked to Bobby and he had explained to me like, well, the, you're going to have to swap the frames. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've talked about that before, but two wheel drive and four wheel drive forerunners are both built on four wheel drive frames. So they need mm-hmm. to be swapped first. And so that information right there changed like me, the whole plan. I'm like, okay, well, no, luckily I, I I made out and found a truck that had already been swapped. Already been swapped, yeah. But for a while there, I was like, well, that idea is kind of out the window because now I'm going to have to find two trucks. You know, so actually, you could have just had Bobby build a frame. That's true. The money that you would spend on two trucks, you save the money on one truck and just have have him build a chassis. Yeah, but you would still at least need the the front. I don't know. I'm not a builder. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But at the time, that was the way it was explained to me. Yeah. My point is, my point is, is that like you have to know what you're getting into with any particular vehicle is what my point is. Because I was always, I was like um, me and Matt Dower from Canada always have conversations like, um, and this kind of goes into a couple more of these questions about like if you had unlimited funds, Mm -hmm. what would you build? So this kind of can answer that too. We always will send like, I want to like a Ford Taurus wagon. Okay. You never think that that's cool, uh-huh. but they are sick. Yeah. And there's just random things that are super cool. And I think one of my favorite ones is like the square body 
F-150s from the 80s mm-hmm. and into the 90s, I think those trucks look absolutely sick, body dropped and bagged and stuff. Well, like that red yeah. one from uh, the, that uh, Fat Fab's building. Yeah. So that like dope. that style of truck to me is cool. But then, so I started like, oh, I'm going to look on OfferUp and look on Marketplace and see how much they are. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. The problem is finding parts for those and not engine parts or anything like that. Cause you're usually going to, you can throw a new engine in, mm-hmm. but like interior pieces, panels, dashes, mm. those trucks have all been thrown away most for the most part. And so that, that, that translated when I started looking for a mini truck, I was like, Ooh, a Mitsubishi would be cool. Mm-hmm. Try to find interior pieces for a Mitsubishi. Right. Right. Versus finding them for a Toyota, a Nissan, uh, S10, like Toyotas and Nissans tended to stay on the road for, for a very long period of time. That makes sense. And S10s, they just made a gajillion of them. Yeah, yeah. And then you could just drive <laughs> it and throw away and get another one. You could just drive down the street and look on the side of the road and go, "There's an S10 over there. I'm going to go grab the dash out of it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or a C10 or a, mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. So I yeah. don't know if there's uh, all that stuff is you take it like, but like, I think you said it the best. It's like. You just have to have a plan. Yeah. I think that's the first thing. Anybody who wants to start doing, getting into it, that's the first thing you got to figure out is what's the plan. Because I've done both. I, like I said, I've gotten no plan. Just like, I want that. Like, actually, that's how I ended up. So I, I think I've ex- explained this before, but it's worth it again. Like, I started with a pretty nice S10. Like, I, I mm-hmm. picked up, well, I started with an OBS that I traded for the S10. So we're talking specifically about mini trucks. So... I got the S10 and it was not bad. It wasn't great, but it was not bad. It had a proper four link in it. Um, it was pretty decent. Well, then I was I got bored and I was like, okay, well, what do I want next? So I got into a Mazda that had this like crazy paint because I wanted something that was flashy. And then so by the time I kept on like trading down, like mm-hmm. by the time I got to the end, I had a, a, a it was like a, a Nissan hard body that was because I wanted a body drop. Like I wanted a body drop. I don't care what it is. Well. I ended up with this I know this Nissan that was just a complete pile of crap. It's so easy to say um when you're that when you're younger and you don't have uh-huh. like in your brain you're like I can't afford to go get a flashy paint job. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, but that one already has it, so I'm just going to go get that one. That's exactly not realizing, what happened. Not realizing everything underneath that is a sh- is just a <laughs> yeah. cr- it's just a crap show. Yeah. Or like same with the you're like it's going to cost a lot of money to body drop this truck, but that one's already body dropped, but not realizing that everything else about the truck's just a pile yeah. of crap. And then like you are like nailing, the, you're like <laughs> nailing it on like right on that's the head. We've all done it. Cause like, that's we've what happened. We've all done it. Yeah. And all, and like, it was just like, you know, I could just kind of like show off to everybody. Like, yeah, I'm getting a body drop. Yeah. I'm getting a body drop next. I'm getting a body <laughs> it drop. It goes back to buzzwords. Yeah, it's probably yeah. why you hate, yeah. it's probably why you hate buzzwords so much, right? Is <laughs> because you fell victim to the buzzwords. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yep. That's You're exactly like, what happened. I hate billets because the billets I had sucked. Yeah. But the billets you had were square because they were, because <laughs> <laughs> they were beat to crap. Because <laughs> they already used, they were already cracked. But they were still Leaking. billets. So uh-huh. And then remember, you're like, I don't like body drops, boy, because the body drop you had. It was a nightmare. We're, un- we're peeling back the layers of these onions you're here, right, man. Right. That Nissan was so bad. So it was it was a, a standard cab hard body, body dropped. And to make matters even more complicated and worse, someone put an independent rear suspension in it out of an RX-7. Oh, my God. That's another mod that everyone... I was I was to the same thing. I was like, I want an independent rear suspension because... Mm-hmm. 
I would like, like it you, would want, you so want the cool. camber. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, actually those suck. Mm-hmm. Independent rear suspension suck. And I'm about to make a little hot, hot statement here. Okay. Cause I know there are like a few and eventually we're going to get to the episode where we talk about overseas trucks mm-hmm. and there's a Toyota from Australia. It's pretty sick, but it has an independent rear suspension in it. I don't think it looks good. It's hard. It's a, because like a, you're so, and, and, and again, hot take. And if the person who owns that truck is watching, I'm not being an asshole. All I'm saying is, is just like, because in my, you're so conditioned that the back of a truck goes straight up mm-hmm. that when it's cambered out like that, it almost looks like weird. It has to be the right, it just like anything else, it has mm-hmm. to be the right wheel. It's getting all caught up here. The right wheel setup and everything like that, and it can't be overly, mm-hmm. overly done. Like, just because it has an IRS doesn't mean it has to be cambered way out. Like this. Yeah, yeah that's it, true. So imagine the truck, and it's just like barely. Mm-hmm. And almost to where you have to look at it and go... Is it straight up and down that's or is it a, that's, not yeah. straight up? I think it's, I, think you I got feel it. the same way like with chop tops. Mm-hmm. Nah, I yeah. want to look at it. I want to look at a chop top and go, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it? Mm. You know, a chop top that's like you could like Jose's truck. Remember? Yeah. Like you, could, you couldn't even sit in the dang thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now <laughs> that he doesn't have that truck anymore, maybe we could be a little rip on it a little bit. That truck was sick. You know what I mean? Because it was that door one also and chopped. It was. That also had an independent rear suspension in it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it oh, did. That's right. Yeah. Man, Jose, your truck sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. When he finally listens to this episode in like seven months, I know. he'll be like, hey. <laughs> Are they talking about me? Yeah, that's right. That truck sucked. <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, yeah, when people go into the doors or anything, anything extreme, mm-hmm. which is why uh, mini trucks are so awesome, mm-hmm. is because we're not scared to do the extreme. Yeah. And then pull back and a then dial bit. it back and make it dial like it refine a little bit. Yeah. Dial it in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what we were talking about, but oh, because, oh, we're talking about my knee. Oh, that Nissan with the independent rear suspension. Yeah. That thing was like, I couldn't drive it low. Where's that it, truck now? Uh, so I, <laughs> this is hilarious. So every year I get a, a, a registration in the mail telling me to pay the registration on it because I traded it or no, I sold it to a guy who traded and by the time it like, I, it's probably in a junkyard mm. somewhere. But I still, it's funny, I still get a registration every year saying, hey, you need I, to pay the registration on this truck. That truck's sitting in Landers in someone's freaking backyard, gone. dude. There's so many houses. Like, if you take off from your house and head east mm-hmm. on Bear Valley Road, what's that town that you go in? Oh, Lucerne. Lucerne. Mm-hmm. All that area from, like, there all the way to Lucerne, mm-hmm. there's just random crap sitting in people's yards. Oh, so yeah. There's probably so many trucks like that mm-hmm. sitting in people's backyards. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like uh, I was going, there's a there's another street down here. Anyway, so random street, and I'm like just cruising. I look over, and uh, I see this guy that I know, his his Scion sitting in there, and it's, in, it's mm-hmm. all wrecked. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, that's weird. Uh, same thing. It's like, ah, oh, man, how'd that end up in that yard? And then also next to it was a, a, a bagged embodied Toyota pickup. And, and I, actually, there's a few other bag trucks in there. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So then later on, I see the guy, and I was like, hey, I saw your car just sitting in this random house. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, yeah, I moved. So that was the first funny thing. Like, oh. that was his house that he moved. But it's, but uh, the also the other funny thing was the Toyota next to it. I'm all, man, the, the Toyota next to it's like actually pretty nice. Like, it's, it was bodied on a nice set of wheels. And I'm like, man, that, that's really nice. What's up with that one? And it turns out it was the, um, the truck that the Fat Fabs guys were building on their uh, mini truck Sunday, that series that they were doing. It's, it's not until you stop and start like, 
really looking around, you don't realize what's what's hanging around. You I know, know. I, I I would love to do if I just had. I think one of the things I would love to do if I had all the time in the world um, is get in a motorhome or whatever, and then take my drone and just drive down roads and fly over people's houses to see what's in their backyard. Yeah. Uh, Dave Pratter sent me a picture. He had, he had, um, you know, he moved to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so in order for him to search Facebook marketplace and find wheels and stuff like that, he has to drive to like Missouri to get these wheels now. Oh yeah. It's not just, <laughs> yeah, it's just not in this. He's like, I found a set of wheels there in Missouri. I'm always not like three States <laughs> North of you, but, uh, he, so he drove up there and then he sends me this photo of this mini truck just sitting in this field in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I'm just like, there's so many of those around and it'd be amazing to go find them. Yeah, no, that'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be definitely take, really take cool. Take like a three month trip and just drive around and find cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like, uh, that's like when people talk about like uh, their, you know, retirement. We're like, oh man, I can't wait to travel and like go fishing in a bunch of places. We're like, no, we just want to cruise around looking people's backyards. I'll also <laughs> do fishing, but I will also look at for trucks in people's <laughs> backyards. backyards. Yeah, right on. I don't know how to fish. I'm not good at it. Me neither. Anyway. So yeah, anyway. that was that was a good question. So yeah, if you uh, like the way back to the original question, if you want to get started in this, just jump in it and have a plan and see what happens. Have a plan and execute that plan. Yeah. And stick to it. And stick to it. That's that's a good thing too. It's hard it's hard to stick to it when you're you have very limited choices. And that's the other thing about like kind of like the if you're going to take the route of picking the truck you want to build, gathering parts, like doing all this stuff, you have to have some patience too, because like my, mm-hmm. me personally, like I, I was saying that earlier, like that's what I want to do on my next build. I'm going to have a hard time because like, I can't, sometimes my mind just like, I can't sit still. Yeah. There's some people out there. I know like Dave Pratter's probably the number one person of no patience. Like mm-hmm. he has a truck that's sick right now. That's sitting on a trailer and he just, you know, he just moved. So he's like trying to f- get all this stuff. And, but he's like, I want a truck to drive right now. So he's like sending me photos of this Mazda that's for, for sale from one of our Texas guys mm-hmm. that uh, super sick. He's like, I'm just going to buy this to drive this now. Yeah. <laughs> I've while heard I work on my time. other Mazda yeah. over here. And I was like, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> and uh, you're enabling and then, him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that text I showed you the other night when he was like, he was like, you used to give me good advice. Now I just think you don't care. Do you? Uh, Oh, that's so funny. Me and Angie just said this yesterday. Do you remember what he said to you at Rolling in the Red Rocks? Oh, um, <laughs> he said, thank you for your enthusiasm, but you've led me down too many wrong paths. <laughs> I oh, no, he said, I appreciate, I appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> that's a nice way of telling, telling Brian, me, to uh, shut up. I don't want your opinion because... <laughs> I obviously am really good at giving my opinion on That's things. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just remember that yesterday. It was so funny. Me and Angie were cracking up. It was so funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so many times that you've wanted to tell me that. Meh. I appreciate your enthusiasm, but you need to shut up. Calm down. <laughs> Calm. Yeah. Right on. Well, cool. All well, right. Um, how long? How long have we been going here? We're way over. An, we're over an hour. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to have to edit some stuff down because we took a couple little breaks here. I had to do this. I had to get the dogs. Everything's going crazy. But yes. uh, but yeah, well, it was a good episode. Good couple episodes. We knocked it out was. a good couple episodes today. And hopefully the episode after this, I can finally talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be really good. Yes. But uh, I'm going to go get my teeth pulled in a few days. So we'll see. Uh, 
see see after that see what happens all right someone's calling well, me from ben- benson arizona i'm gonna decline that call all mm-hmm. right all right, cool. All right, well, uh, as always, go check out our websites, livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com. We have giveaways. I think by this time we come, this comes out, we're still doing the AccuWare giveaway. Oh, we'll be doing it through February. All right, so go check. We're giving away an AccuWare E-Level Plus kit. Go to either one of our websites. Every $5 you spend, you get one entry to the drawing, and we'll be doing that uh, sometime. Sometime. All right, cool. All right, we'll see you All next right. week. Later. Bye.